genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Menez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on Minute 2, which begins with Police Constable Nicholas Angel taking off his hat as he approaches <laughs> the camera and ends with Nicholas setting a Met record for the 100-meter dash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a little, little funny bit... Uh, the I guess the joke here, and I don't know that I've ever if I've ever like glommed onto this joke because there's a similar joke later in the movie that stands out more and that everybody uses as like gifts and and right. and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but but this the joke here is that he lifts up his police constable his uh, uh, identification mm. and the image on the on the badge is the image that we just saw right before he lifted the badge. Um, but we don't, you don't, you don't get that. But I guess in the commentary, Edgar Wright said that um, the, the, the purpose uh, or on, on the day, there's just like a little green box on it. Oh. Um, and then they, they use the same picture for both. But you know, the one that everyone remembers, of course, is the Timothy Dalton one later right. in the movie. Yeah. That's uh, funny. What a great, it's, it's technically the first joke of the movie. Yeah. 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 Love it. Absolutely. Um, so that's, uh, that's fun. Um, okay. So I went through a whole rigmarole Please. of research on uh, Nicholas Angel's uh, background Great. Uh, as, a, as, a, as a character and police officer. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know um, as much as I could about uh, where he went to school and everything. But uh, yeah, so the first thing, um, first and probably most interesting thing is that uh, they say that he attended Canterbury University um, where he double majored in polit- politics and sociology. Now, the interesting thing about Canterbury University apparently um, is that it is not in a, it is a private school and it is not accredited. So if you go to Canterbury University, you cannot come to America or any other country because they will not recognize the credits oh. that you got. Um, it, they're only good at Canterbury University. Um, and, and it's so funny because this was like a, apparently this was like a big to do, uh, where someone, in, someone tried to like transfer to a school in Florida and Florida mm-hmm. was like, no, I don't, we don't, we don't see that school as like a real school. So sure. you can't come here, um, and get transfer your credits over. Uh, and it was like this big, uh, controversy where now if you go to the Canterbury university website, it says, what is accreditation? Well, really it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. And it's like this whole thing, um, where it's like, yeah, some schools want accreditation, but other, other schools don't care. Um, and, uh, we don't have it, but that doesn't mean that what you're learning isn't legitimate. It's totally legitimate and you should definitely go to school here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe, maybe stay in the UK. Right, yeah, maybe maybe stay in the UK. Um, and so that's the school that he apparently attended. And I checked, and they do have 
Uh, they do have majors in politics and sociology to this day, uh, despite the fact that he uh, graduated in 1993. Um, but uh, also, in addition to that, they have weird, real weird majors, such as uh, parapsychology. Mm-hmm. They, you can major in parapsychology, which is the study of the supernatural uh, oh. And paranormal, par- paranormal, paranormal, <laughs> yeah, paranormal. The study yes. of the like animation film paranormal, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, so like ghosts and demons and right. stuff. That's so funny. My, uh, I'm an idiot. My first thought of parapsychology was that the someone studying the minds of ghosts. Oh, <laughs> uh, but then that, so so Peter Venkman, Ray Stans, Egon Spankler. Yeah, I were, think they started it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they were yeah. the founders. Right. They got kicked out of America, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. After they were, what they did. Yeah. Um, they were. <laughs> horrible faculty members yeah to say nothing of their skills as scientists right but as professors they were they were they were they were they were poor yeah yeah well um, i know you never saw spangler teach i guess that's true he was probably fine yeah. maybe he seemed like one of those guys where like if you show up you pass mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be like he's not gonna he's not gonna make it he's not gonna make learning fun right i bet ray was probably a good teacher i think it's just peter i yeah, think peter was so, just yeah, bad bankman was was uh yeah, not a good teacher. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, so uh, so that's um, that was uh, Canterbury University. Um, Do you think it speaks to Nicholas's confidence or surety, sure of footness that you know I'm I'm going to go to I'm so sure that I want to be a London beat cop, I'm a member of the London Metropolitan Police, and I'm going to go to a place like Canterbury University and not somewhere where I could theoretically like go fuck off to Arizona and meet an alien or like. <laughs> like, like, like like live a life in america I, I i mean i think that's entirely possible yeah hmm. uh, that makes sense to me indulge me mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna be reading a lot into stuff this the, these 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 few minutes that's uh, interesting I, yeah. I i've heard of those kinds of schools for like the arts you know where it's right. like you don't necessarily get a degree but you get like a certificate right like um full sale full sale yeah, yeah full sale is the Sort of the yeah. the pinnacle of that, <laughs> but hey, I mean, you do you. Yeah, you know, right. What, totally. What education is what you get out of it. Yeah, and and you know, regardless of uh, the uh, accreditation of, of Canterbury University, um, the legitimacy of of its accreditation, I suppose, uh, he did get into Hendon uh, Police College, which um, Hendon Police College is uh, very legitimate. It's like the police college. It was. Started in uh, 1934 by the Prince of Wales uh, and uh, closed down during the war and uh, and then reopened afterward um, by uh, Queen Elizabeth. Yay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And this is uh, sort of a well-known, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's a fairly well-known um, architectural building, I guess, okay. for... Uh, uh, the area for sure. for the UK. Um, it is actually where they shot uh, Age of Ultron, I believe, based on the picture that I'm seeing. Um, I believe uh, that it is the building from. Um, it is the building from. Uh, not this is not Canterbury University. This is Hendon Police College. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nick is Google image searching to be like, do I know this? Let's see if I recognize it. What, yeah. what were you talking about? What's in Ultron? Um, so it's it's I think it's the uh, the new uh, Avengers base at the end. Oh, yeah, I think that's it. The one that's supposed to be in upstate New York, right? I, th- I think it's actually in in England where they shot the movie. Got it. Because um, remember they were shooting like all their movies in England at that point right. before they moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's the new Avengers compound if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, that's Hendon police college. Um, so what I like about a lot of these bits later on, uh, you know, he said, it says that he was really good at field exercises, including urban pacification and riot control. Interesting. Yeah. And it feels like, Oh yeah, those come into handy later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, you know, uh, they're sort of like setting him up to succeed in this movie. Yeah, no, no. The, the writing is it's very economical and it's it it's doing I mean, we're, we're like we're going to be talking about this a lot, but it's doing a lot of work very swiftly and without showing off. Yeah. Like, without even, you know, you're being introduced to this protagonist, but you don't even know that. Yeah. The, you know, you're already subconsciously being set up like this is a guy that knows how to quell, <laughs> quell an uprising. Yeah. You know. He's the super cop. He's the super cop. He's the cop that can't be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really like, I like that we, I like the life, as far as the viewer is concerned, like Nicholas Angel's life's, life begins out of the gate, a cop. Like we don't really get to see like young Nicholas Angel right. ever or what, right. he, what, what one. In- he always looks like, like a 40 year old man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and on, on a, on a meta level, you know, it is very quickly in 2007 telling you that this is not Sean. Right. Very much so. Yeah. And, and that, the, you know, it, it's easy to take that for granted now because, you know, moviegoers coming of age in 2018 could very easily just know Simon Pegg is Benji Dunn. Sure. And he's, you know. Or, or Scotty. Or Scotty jumping up and down, fighting aliens, mm-hmm. you know, cracking wise. But he was, <laughs> he was Sean. He was Tim Beasley. Yeah. And it, it was, you know, I mean, you, you, don't, you don't walk out of Shaun of the Dead not thinking that Simon Pegg's a great actor, but immediately setting up like he can that he this isn't going to be your typical comedy of like playing the same kind of character over and over yeah and i but i think i think people are still like weirdly dismissive of simon Pegg, but they usually are with comedic Comedic actors actors, yeah Yeah. definitely it's Um, just a weird uh stigma that still exists yeah it's really weird um but uh yeah so um i I was gonna ask you do you remember did you did you go to like the the fair a lot as a kid like the and ride the rides well, and stuff. Well, I'm from Texas. <clears throat> sure. And, and so the Texas State Fair is is uh, a beloved part of our, our culture. So mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't say we weren't like every year we have to go. Yeah. But normally, every, you know, we, maybe we'd miss a year or so. But it was always really fun. Yeah. And I remember, you know, you go with the family. You got uh, music. I don't know. Like, I, I, I wonder if it's the same thing as in the UK as in... Well, no, what I was going to ask, I, no, this had nothing to do with the UK oh, okay. at all. Um, but what I was going to ask is, uh, so you, you went to those and you have like, you know, like the carnival and it's like kind of shaped in a ring, sure. you know? Um, and uh, did you ever have the attraction, the carnival attraction mm-hmm. that was a fun house of obstacles that sure. like kids would go yeah, through? Yeah, and it would kind of be mechanical. Mm-hmm. You would hurk and jerk. And yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what this uh, this bit where he's, ha- the the police uh, uh, trainees are like running through those, oh, yeah. those hanging um, mm-hmm. punching bags. Yeah. Like I remember doing that in those things. Yeah, like those obstacle courses that yeah. they would have as kids. They always look way easier than they actually are right yeah yeah and then there's those kind of moments as a kid where you're almost a little bit like scared because you can feel like oh this is a little bit not this is kind of almost kind of intense this is oh yeah yeah absolutely i I used to love just like any 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 kind of like exploring or running around or climbing or like finding things Mm -hmm. as a kid i always thought that was like 
the most fun. Yeah, those little like haunted houses. Yeah, like I always there. well, I always liked uh, those those fun house obstacle course things because. Um, I always felt like I was on Legends of Hidden, of the Hidden Temple or something. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, which I always wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because like I was never uh, not to get too off, but I was, I'm not, I'm not much of a roller coaster fella. You know, I just as a kid, I was never like wanting to ride like the Joker or the Batman. But, sure. You know, I would <laughs> I would hear tales of. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh yeah, Texas, like because I you know oh, right, I, yeah, I, yeah, I've been yeah. to I've been to Six Flags of, over Texas of course, many times. Many, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, um, but I would hear about Disneyland mm-hmm. and things like um, dark rides, dark, yeah. you know, and, and, and things like where you could walk around the haunted mansion and like look around and see yeah. stuff. And I'm like, well, that sounds, I think I would have more fun doing that than like sitting on a roller coaster. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah. You know me. That's, that's my jam. That, that's your jam. Yeah. That's definitely my jam. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the lack of theming in roller coasters or like lame theming where it's like, yeah. it's a beast. And <laughs> it's, it's like a monster. It's a monster. It's like, no, it's a roller coaster. Superman's going to fucking throw you into the fucking sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so this next bit where he is uh, taking a test where every answer is C, <laughs> which I hated as a kid. Yeah. When it was like three of the same letters in a row, I would always get really like something I fucked up. Yeah. Something. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Everybody does that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, absolutely. Um, but not yeah. Nicholas. Not Nicholas. He's very confident. These are the right answers. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, every answer is C on his test, um, which leads to him uh, graduating. Um, and from the, from the police training, uh, see, he gets... The Baton of Honor. So I looked up what the Baton of Honor is. Oh, good. And uh, apparently all it is is it's basically the um, police training equivalent of the valedictorian. Great. Yeah. So he's the top student at the school and he gets the the Baton of Honor. He's the Hermione Granger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. You know, and I love it's it's so great. He just has the littlest hint of a smile Mm -hmm. when he's getting the baton. Just a little bit of pride. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the shots of him uh, after he gets the job with the uh, London Met, um, he is uh, giving uh, some elderly people uh, directions. Love it. And uh, those are the, actually the very first two shots that they shot for the whole movie. Hey. In like a sort of um, pre-production thing. They like went out and just shot a lot of a lot of this like no dialogue stuff um, in, in this uh, opening sequence, Mm -hmm. like just to sort of like have it. um, So they didn't have to make it a part of like the real schedule Mm -hmm. later. So it's like second unit. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not really second unit because second unit typically is uh, shooting simultaneously with Mm. the, with the first unit um, and has its own director and it's whatever. But um, this was just like, it was like a pre unit. Gotcha. Uh, And, and Edgar Wright still directed this stuff and was still there on set, but it was like, Kind of just like a, like a quick thing, like oh, let's just like walk around the city with you in costume and sure, and and kind of find the character through having him do stuff, right? And yeah. from what I understand, uh, these two couples were, were not actors; um, they're actually people who just came up to him thinking he was a police officer and legitimately asked him for directions. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah, I, I really you can kind of yeah, there is something naturalistic about those little moments. I really like how we see in these moments that. You know, he's not a, he's not like a, he's not Mr. Warmth. Uh-huh. He's not a kind man. He's not like, but there is, there is, there is a, a sense of 
decency to him. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, that, for sure. I, it, he's an interesting character. I can't wait to talk more about him. <laughs> yes. Um, so there, uh, there's also this bit where they're talking about uh, his relationship with the community uh, where he is apparently teaching a class about like being a credit to your community. And his only advice, it's the first line of dialogue in the movie. He says, use your brain. <laughs> Just in this very like over it. Yeah, I have to do this. <laughs> and then, yeah, just like the, the 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 quick flash of like the the juveniles that look just so over it. But you know, it it does say something about his um you yeah. know, how natural this stuff comes to him because he's not giving real advice. He's just saying use you, your brain. Right. He's yeah, like, it's why? like it's like why aren't you I use my brain and look what I'm capable of. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Because he can't switch off. Right. He can't switch off. And this is also setting up uh, one of my favorite running themes of the movie, Nicholas Angel. No friend to the teenager. Yes. Not a friend of the youth. No, no. He does He does not care for the youth um, in the slightest. Although we never see him interact with teens who actually use their brains. I guess that's true. Like maybe if he met a, a youth who mm. actually was using his or her brain. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, man, that would be a fun sequel if he was like, if he was like the you know, the sergeant or the now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If he was like the, uh, chief inspector of, of, uh, of, yeah, of Sanford, Sanford yeah. yeah. Of Sanford. And like, and they got a new like trainee sure, like in or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fun. Um, it's been, it's been it, it'll be 10 years. Yeah. That's true. Over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see what else we got. So use your brain. Uh, we got advanced driving and advanced cycling, which is, which is uh, a great early laugh. Yeah. Well, it's it's a really it's it's fun because they they cover up the fact that they're setting up how good at driving he is yes. for later mm. by doing the bicycle thing, mm-hmm. which they don't they don't ever use in the movie. Like it's just a joke. But yes. Yeah. It, it's all for that shot of him like whipping his head back dramatically in the in the whole like bicycleless uniform. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which which is great. I think one thing that I would say is missing from this opening sequence i wish there was a bit of him do getting uh horse training yes because you know he does ride into town on a horse at the end of the movie so it would be it would be fun if there was a bit in here Mm -hmm. um and it's not even in the script there is a bit in the script that's cut out but it's not uh like you know horseback riding or anything like that i want to uh just turning the screen here slightly i want to turn your attention to uh the gentleman standing to nicholas angel's right Mm-hmm. What a great look. Yeah. What a great dopey smile. Uh, if you can pause the movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, just, no, I, he's a big dope. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, one, of the, one of the benefits of watching this movie a minute at a time, you get to celebrate all the little performances that people get. It's true. It is true. Uh, so, yeah, so advanced driving. Wait. Or the, advanced cycling. Okay, no, on the, on the slideshow for a second, I thought that the photos in the back of the slideshow were the old people that he was giving directly. It is. Oh, it is. That's yeah, it is. The, it is those people. Yeah. Yay. They must have taken a picture of them when they were asking them for permission to use them in the movie. And then they just used it. Used the photo. Yeah. I like the idea of, of, of Angel like on, on uh, like, uh, why can't I think of the thing you make photo uh, slideshow? slideshows with? Oh, PowerPoint? PowerPoint. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there is one bit in the um, voiceover that they cut out of the movie. And I don't quite, I don't quite understand what it is. Uh, So it says, um, so it says uh, after the uh, uh, advanced bicycling, it says, but the raising of morale with an inventive use of uh, desktop publishing 
And then it has an insert of Angel pinning up various notices in bright colors that read Bike Shed, Canteen, and Hate Crimes. Oh, um, I don't understand what that is. I think I think maybe he uh, he he came up with the better, maybe more efficient like filing system oh. for like crimes, or like maybe, maybe maybe he went into like these. He's pinning up notices. Uh, okay, that seems like a public thing. Maybe like a oh, like maybe like a a, a way for people to like look for stolen bikes. Or oh, maybe like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I do. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of showing that he not only is a man of action and uh, of, of of physical prowess, but he also has like a a, a paperwork a, system. A, a paper. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he he is the he has the complete package. Yeah, that's true. There is no part of being a policeman that he does not excel at. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, he even excels at other things like fencing, karate, and chess. Right. Yeah. It's it's such a subtle escalation. Um, and I, I like to imagine that all of those are back to back in the same day. Like it's his day off. Right. And, yeah, and, yeah. and in that room, uh, that he just doesn't leave that room, but like two, like three different organizations rented out throughout the day, you and know, he just like doesn't, the, and he just doesn't leave. He just doesn't leave. He just joins all three and just, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Changes from fencing to karate to chess. This is what we're doing today. Yeah. Uh, it also reminds me a little bit, um, especially the chess bit. It reminds me of uh, Forrest Gump. When he's doing the the yes the ping pong yeah the yeah. ping pong when he's like recuperating yeah yeah that's what it kind of reminds yeah. me of Lieutenant Dan ice cream I I it wouldn't be surprised if that was not a uh, visual reference that Edgar Wright was using yeah uh, it's a, it's a it's a it's a goddamn shame that uh, the fencing doesn't come back yeah that would be great you would think one of the NWA would just whip out a sword yeah you would think at so at some point yeah we'll talk about that I guess I guess that's just not the kind of movie that they're sure, trying to sure. send up you know mm-hmm. an Edgar Wright um, sword fight though exciting. Uh, exciting proposal. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it happened. Oh, Scott that's Pilgrim. right. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got in Scott Pilgrim. Um, Actually, there were a couple swords, like uh, um, May, May Whitman. Didn't she have, like, she had, like, sigh, right? No, she had, like, whips. Oh, she did. She had, like, like, like those belt whips. Thing. Yeah, those belt whip things. Yeah. yeah. You would think I would know. I well, do, do we haven't gotten there in yeah. the podcast yet. Uh, I also get kind of a Brothers Bloom vibe from just the quick montage of showing a character's, like, random skills. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, the Metropolitan Police Force record for the 100 meter dash. He's fast. He is fast. Yeah. As we see later, he does, he does run and it really, it really, it sets up, you know what that sets up is like, oh, he runs really fast. And that sets up the fact that like, the, oh, there has to be multiple killers right later yeah, when yeah, he definitely. can't catch up to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, because it's multiples. Yeah. And we, and we, it's setting up now and we have that great foot chase with, uh, the, 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 the shoplifter yeah. and and Peg selling it. I mean, you know, it, it it's interesting because like yeah, Benji doesn't have too many stunt sequences in the mission movies. He's normally like he's like running, but you, you never see him like do stuff. But like I don't know, like Peg really sells it mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, Scotty's sure. a man of action. He's got to get some cool stuff to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He gets the bicker with his little alien friend. Yeah, Deep Roy. Yeah, Deep Roy. <laughs> that's not the alien's name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get down. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, just a, just a little note uh, on the music end of things. The opening song that is uh, so prominently used is yes. uh, Goody Two Shoes by Adam Ant. Yeah. And this was his debut as a solo artist. He uh, formerly of the then dissolved Adam and the Ants oh. uh, in early 1982. So this was his debut uh, single as a solo artist. And uh, the song's lyrics details uh, Adam Ant's frustration 
with uh, his clean-cut image then being sold to the public and uh, the Sun Goody Two-Shoes, you know, don't drink, don't smoke. Uh, sort of venting, venting out uh, the pressures of being a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I have no idea. I, I, I always thought Adam and the Ants were like a punk group. Mm. So I didn't know he had like a clean-cut image. It's like a new wave thing? Is that a what it wave? is? new wave, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the single released on the 7th of May. 7th of May. Oh. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Uh, in 1982. And according to Wikipedia, it is labeled under new wave or dance rock. Ah, and I, I love this sense. song. Definitely, yeah. definitely entered my real life rotation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a great song for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that about wraps up minute two. Great. Uh, well, yeah, uh, guys, the uh, we have a new system coming up. We're really hoping you guys will uh, use this and take advantage of it uh, and get something out of it. It's our Amazon affiliate link. Mm-hmm. Simply go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Tell you what, just save it. Uh, type in duelinggenre.com slash Amazon bookmark it. And, uh, you know, the holidays are coming up. Scott, I'm not fucking around this Christmas. I'm getting my shopping done early. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm browsing. I'm perusing for, like, family members. And, uh, yeah, the next time you want to go shopping on Amazon, go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, and uh, we will get... What's the numbers on that, Scott? Uh, I don't know the numbers. It, I think it varies per product. Oh, okay. But we yeah. just get it. We just get a cut of the cut of the sale. We get a cut. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. Jeff Bezos wins. We win. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. And honestly, you know, we uh, he loses a little bit, too. Hey, and that maybe that feels good. Yeah, maybe that feels good. Maybe look at it from that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. It's, uh, it'll help us out a lot, especially this holiday season. So if you're thinking about shopping on Amazon, go for it. It'll do us a world of good and we'll be back tomorrow with minute number three for the greater good. The greater good.